0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman joining you here on a Tuesday morning. Hopefully wherever you are, you are warm because it it done got cold. It has. And, uh, you know, all you
1: people that were eagerly anticipating the cold. It's here. Well, here you go. Enjoy Uh, it. As for me in my house, Mm -hmm. uh, really, I can't speak for my house.
0: You'll serve the heat.
1: (laughs) We will serve the... I've always said that I preferred heat over cold. Mm -hmm. You know, give me 100 over 20 any Mm -hmm. day of the week. But? And this past summer just was so hot every day through like the middle of October. I was like, bring on the cold. Yeah. But now that it's here, I'm back to, uh, yeah, I think I
0: can... I'm always bring on the cold, so... I want to thank everybody for listening at supertalk.fm or wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate you, especially the great servicemen and women out there. Great job by Mississippi State by the way. I I rail on them all the time. So let's let's talk about something good. This uh the seat of honor thing they're doing. A uh, oh, really nice. I got to be in the hump on uh Monday night when they unveiled the one there. Uh they will unveil the ones uh for football this Friday or this Saturday at the military appreciation game and that will be a uh there will be five seats there that yeah, represent each, each branch. branch of the military, and then there will be one more uh, seat unveiled, I guess, this spring uh, at Duty Noble Field. Um, Vic Schaefer was very, uh, very emotional talking about that during his post game press conference. To re- told us a story that one of his best friends was a POW for six years. Wow! And uh, described it. he said he lived in a, a box the size of this table with three other guys. So I mean that is something that it's just hard to wrap your head around something like that, and the kind of, you know. Anybody who serves obviously has bravery, but I mean, to to live six years like that is something I can't I can't even I can't understand it. You and
1: yeah, that's what I was going to say. I know we're now a day past Veterans Day, but there are things that go along with with that, and and those of you that have served, and and those of you that did serve, and and, and those that are serving now, there are things that happen that you and I can't. I mean, we can just here and yeah. talk about it. I no, mean, we have no idea. What it even remotely is like for for some, and, and I know too. I mean, there, there are some deployments that are somewhat uneventful. That that doesn't mean that you're any less brave. I mean, anything could happen at any time. Right. Um, it's different for everyone, and 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 every one of your heroes and my eyes and things. But there are also those situations, like the POW situation you just explained, where, like you said, you can't even grasp it. Um, but any time any any of those guys, you know, sign up for that, you know, basically you know at any point you might have to cash it in with your life. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. that's just where it is. And, uh, I don't know. There's, there's no, I think we said it yesterday, but there's no amount of thanks that we could say on well, the podcast right. or anything right. that,
0: that makes do. So, yeah. So yeah, very cool by MSU. That's this, this, uh, this, uh, situation. So uh, definitely worth, uh, and I, I had some video of the, uh, unveiling up at on my Twitter feed. If you want to give that a look, or the Sports Talk Mississippi's, uh, Facebook page as well. Uh, well, let's take one of our sponsors. We'll get to the second one later. We'll talk to about Strange Brew Coffee House and Churning and Ice Cream. Strange Brew should be doing some business in the morning. People are going to need that heat. They're going to need that warmth. So the, the drive through line might be a little uh, backed up, but don't worry. Those brewistas will take care of you uh, yes, they will. very, very quickly. Had
1: some good snickerdoodle over there today. Some good snickerdoodle drip coffee. That was great.
0: Snickerdoodle? <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: It's outstanding. I always go blueberry when I go drip coffee for the most part, but if they have hazelnut or snickerdoodle, I mean, because, you know, they rotate that other one yeah, out a little bit. Yeah. If it's one of those, I'm I'm probably going with that today. Snickerdoodle.
0: Well, That's there good. you go. So, yeah, this weekend when you're up here, it's still going to be cold, so you might as well check them out. 11 a.m. game. So, you know, get the coffee, then head to the stadium. That's the way you want to do business. And also, obviously. by the way, guys, in addition to Strange
1: Brew, we want to remind you to go drop off a uh, five star five-star review. And personally, I like the ones like the most recent one, at least when you go and read it right uh-huh. now um five star review not only that it it, it is written by russ
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh it oh says, he's gonna I, be happy he's listening right I, now i, I, it says I know it, what it says it says more joel yeah we need more joel and less the other guy yeah yeah. so russ love you brother
0: yeah russ only one person on this podcast has ever bought russ a gift <laughs> it's not joel but but i bring him a gift every day the gift of joy with this podcast let me tell you something about russ. Your gift of joy is wasted on him. He is a sad, angry, and and hateful man. This is a Nelson, correct? Oh, yes. Isn't correct. Yes. He, he he. You know you know what he likes being angry. That's a he, he he lives to be angry. Well, as long as he's angry on my side, I guess I'm I all guess. in. So. I guess, Russ, right. love you. He's Can gonna be I really excited, him? but I, I feel like we've given him way too much airtime. We don't. We should never speak of him again. Uh <laughs> Joe Moorhead, Mondays, talking to him as always. Didn't get any answer on, on the uh, starting quarterback question. We didn't, but I think we did. All right, go
1: ahead. Tommy Stevens is running with the ones.
0: I mean, if Garrett Schrader is going to start, why is he not running with the ones? Did he not say it was a sort of a one A, one B kind of thing? Which later, I later in the immediately, press conference. Immediately my eyeball twitched involuntarily when I heard that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He did say that later in the press conference, but the original answer was on Sunday in Sunday's practice, after saying that both are fully healthy, said that Tommy ran with the ones and Garrett ran with the twos.
0: Okay.
1: So if your plan is to start Garrett I think you would run him with the ones yeah. beginning on Sunday.
0: Or at least split it up.
1: Yeah, or at least split If there was a chance, it could be him. I, mi- I missed him saying that. Um, so n- he ended that with maybe one will play or maybe both will play kind of deal. Like that was kind of how he ended that statement. But it was preceded by Tommy ran with the ones and Garrett ran with the twos. Yeah. So, you know, f- figure it out how you want to. But it sounded like to me. If you ask me to predict, I'm predicting a greater than 75% chance that Tommy Stevens is going
0: to be a starting quarterback on Saturday. That was, that was brought up. Injury front, looks like going to have as close to a full roster as you possibly can for this one. Uh, that's good news for Mississippi State. Yeah. Again,
1: I'm reading through some Joe Moorhead words here. Okay. Uh, he said – let, let me let, actually pull, let, up let Joel, me pull up the quote. Joel
0: has become the Moorhead whisperer.
1: Well, I'm just –
0: I, mean, I just heard what he said. Joel heard I what heard he said. What the man? What do wise always he, say? You listen, but you don't hear. Yeah, that? I, I'll just read his. I'll listen.
1: read his exact quote on the quarterback thing first. All right, go ahead. He said, "We are listed as an OR right now. Of course, meaning on the depth chart. The good news is that Garrett is back to being completely healthy. We went through practice yesterday, which was Sunday, and both the guys got reps. Tommy got most of the reps with the ones, and Garrett with the twos. Yeah, most of the reps with the ones. So Garrett got
0: some reps with the ones,
1: but if there was like a fifty fifty shot here, wouldn't you go fifty fifty with the reps? I guess, yeah. Um but anyway he ended that with, you know, maybe one will play, maybe the other, and maybe both. But reading through the lines there, it seems like to me Tommy is at least the slight favorite if he's getting most of the one reps, right? That's the way I'd, I would I would I'd agree say. with that. I would agree with that. Um so that that's kind of my my thinking there. On the injury um front, you know, I originally heard it like, oh, everybody except for the season ending guys, you know, might play. But what he actually said there was, let me go to that quote, uh,
0: so we anticipate
1: to- getting most of those guys back, including Jorian. Um, meaning Jarian Jones, of course, cornerback. He will he will be available on Saturday. But by saying most of those guys back, I mean, do we know that Stuart Reese is going to be back? No. I mean, he may – You all of them could be back except Stuart, and it would still be most of the guys. Like, you know, I'm not saying that Stuart won't play, but – he said most. He didn't say all of the guys except for the season-ending guy. He said most. So there there may still be some folks that were banged up and didn't play at Arkansas that may not play here. So, okay. just poking some holes here in the, the Joe Moorhead Monday presser. Not really poking holes in Not that he lied. He didn't lie in any stretch of the imagination. Joel was
0: paying but, a lot closer attention to what Joe's had to say than I did.
1: Attention to detail, Brian. You don't get to be a professional like Joel T.
0: Le champion. Le champion. <laughs> Without being. <paying. laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about something else Joe talked about then. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> the diet Mountain Dew bubbly. Yeah. Um, I asked Joe, I got the question that I wanted to ask about underdog mentality, and I thought that his answer wasn't entirely coach speak. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think so. That he talked about, he, he made mention, he said, you know, you can't, you can't hide it. You know, you, and that's something, you know. Nothing would have annoyed me more than him to say, "Oh, well, we don't listen to that outside noise and you know, whatever," because that's just crap. To steal a Joel word, that's just crap. Uh, you know, you know that you you know that you are a big underdog when you're playing Alabama and you're four and five on the season. You know, LSU was undefeated playing Alabama was a six point underdog. So I thought his answer, you know, and you can go back and find that video on uh, on Facebook at uh, Sports Talk Mississippi's Facebook page. I thought his answer was you know relatively you know good. Uh, in terms of you know just you gotta coach through it basically yeah and and and, and you know that's he and, and this this press conference you know he used some of his uh his Joeisms you know not many though I thought the uh, the, the main one I got and I got some blowback on Twitter like I said it or something was we don't have to do extraordinary things we have to do the ordinary things extraordinarily well but he also talked about single-mindedness of purpose a good bit yeah so I, I did want to ask him and I, Sort of the, the way our show went yesterday, that I wanted to, and I, I guess I should have, but maybe if you want to take this to the uh, the teleconference for me, I might appreciate that. But basically, this last these last it's like a playoff series. You know, it's, it's two out of three. You got to win two out of three to go to a bowl. Does that change the idea of the one week season and the single mindedness of purpose? Can you look at all three games and say we got to get two? That's what I would like to know. I should I, I I had the question and I, I just didn't answer. Well, it. my coach speak there would be. Absolutely not. You take it one at a time.
1: Right. I mean, I know that's coach speak, but that, that really is a – you know, people get tired of hearing coach speak, mm-hmm.
0: but that really is what you have to do. It is to an extent. I mean, <laughs> R- Richard asked me on Sports Talk, Sport Talk Mississippi. He's like, what should MSG be working on in the off week? And I said Ole Miss. Yeah, <laughs> just work on Ole Miss the next three weeks. I would weeks. be working on Ole Miss the next three weeks. I, w- I mean, I, w- I would I would do enough Alabama so that you don't look like a total idiot out there. And, you know, same with Abilene Christian. I mean, just that's really a game you feel like you can just show up and win. And it doesn't even matter if you win, like – Close. They this will win. never,
1: and Joel T means ever, Yeah. admit this. Mm-hmm. But do you think they are looking yes, at Ole
0: Miss? Yes, they have to be. You have to be, don't you? You have that advantage. Ole Miss can't do that for whatever reason because they have LSU this week. And I know you're saying well, it's the same thing. It's it's not, though. It's not for them for whatever reason. And it's just not. I'm just Speaking of my own insight and the mindset of Ole Miss fan, it's not the same. Whereas, especially because you know they, they know they're not going to do Did you just call yourself an old Miss fan? I said I have insight into the mind of an old Miss fan. Okay, I'm not the one believing in Matt Luke like you were earlier in the show. <laughs> All right. Hey, I think I was one in one riding Matt. It's 500 record. Uh, no, I'm not. That wasn't what I'm trying to pause on. I'm just, you, what you just said was very funny. If you, if you just, yeah, I know your mind's in the gutter. It is. It remains there. Somebody asked me, "No, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Just assume that I am." <laughs> if I tweet something and you're like, "That seems sarcastic," it is. I knew exactly what you paused for, by the way. Yeah, I know you did. Don't, that's, what, don't. that's what she said. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. but yeah, no, I don't think that they they they're doing the same thing. Whereas state, it would not. I, I'm not saying you I spend the whole week on it, but it it would not hurt to be looking. Go ahead and looking at film and breaking down some stuff and getting some ideas, and especially now that it looks like Ole Miss is going to finally. Go to Plumlee. It would make sense to do that. Speaking of, of injured quarterbacks and quarterback changes, I, I don't think much changes for State in terms of the game plan for Tua versus Mac Jones. Talking to Joe, another thing he brought up, he said someone was asked about the LSU game plan and how aggressive it was early. Expect to see the same, and he, I think he said basically yes. Yeah. Do you have that quote? Would you like to give that one as I well? I can. Uh... can give us you know, Joel. Joel is we, we we should just play the audio. We, we, the next time we need to do that, I know you record. This, um.
1: So. What was the question again so I can find the right one? The, uh,
0: the one about the LSU game plan. I think Tom Meble asked it. Um, is this
1: it? Do you think you can do some similar things to yes. Alabama that you did versus LSU? Yes. <clears throat> Hopefully we can replicate what we did in the first half against LSU outside of the one busted coverage there at the tail end following the interception. It goes back to the question about going into the game as an underdog and what you need to do to win a game or stay in it. Those are the things that you can't do being one score down against LSU and then turning the ball over and cutting a guy loose in coverage to go into the half down 14 instead of 7. I think they're probably a little bit different schematically than LSU. You see some different formations and different concepts than what LSU ran, but at the end of the day, it's about tackling, covering guys, and being physical at the line of scrimmage. So if we're able to do some of the things that we did in the first half against LSU, one of the top offenses in the country, that will give us an opportunity.
0: Okay, there you go. I think I think that's it's it's fair. You know, I think MSU is going to have to, you know, again, you don't have to empty the playbook against Alabama or anything. You certainly would like to keep some things in the in the you know, in in, in the shadows because you might want them against Ole Miss. But a from a from a go for it early, don't kick field goals, you know, may, don't be afraid to blitz. Again, you, know, you can't cover Judy Waddle, Ruggs and Smith. You can't cover Gut yeah. feeling here. Yeah. I, I
1: hate to just jump in, but let's get no, to the no. bare bones of the issue this, this here. Is,
0: this is our show. Go ahead.
1: I'm not going to ask you if I think, if you think State's going to win, because I don't think anybody thinks State's going to win. Right. When we get to halftime, and I'm sitting in the press box, can
0: I write most of my
1: story by that point? Probably, think but I, th- I, think,
0: I think they might still be. Sort of the same way with the LSU game. I think, what was the score at the half? It was 26-7? 22-7, 27 7 like that, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was 22-7. And you thought, well, they're not really in the game, but they could uh, make, it, make it more interesting. I think it'll be sort of similar. Because the truth is that Alabama, this is, this is a uh, dirty little secret about them. I hate to disrespect the Tide, which is a joke, by the way. Uh, but their defense is not great. It's just not great. Now, it's still good enough to hold down MSU, but the thought that a healthy Tommy Stevens can't do some things and Kylan Hill can't do some things against them, they could make it interesting for a quarter, maybe even a half. And then you get into the third quarter and it just finally will, is, fi- finally they'll break down. But
1: does Tommy give State a assuming both are completely healthy, does Tommy give State a better chance to win this football game? Yes. Because I think he does. Because I think he absolutely does. Well what
0: does. we saw is when he's completely healthy, he's a plus runner. Yeah. He can he can do the same things in the running game that Schrader does, but he's also a better passer. Yeah. So if, that, if that's what if state had had that Tommy Stevens for the whole season, I have, I am willing to say they would be six and three. They would have beaten Kansas State and would have beaten Tennessee. And to be totally honest with you, they might have been in the game against Texas A and i am I'm, I'm I'm willing to say those things. Although uh, defensively they were just shredded by A and M. They so. were, but part of that was that they couldn't do anything offensively in the first, I mean, that game was thirty five to ten at one point. What if it's twenty one twenty one? You know, what if it's you know you're not giving the ball on the short field? You don't turn it over three times. You know, there, there's a lot of what ifs. I, again, I don't think they would have won, but they could have been in the game. If ifs and buts. Well, we're getting close to that time of <laughs> yeah. year, too. So, uh, yeah. So not much from Moorhead, but there was some there was some substance to his his press conference today. Isn't yeah, it? And it was, his press conferences. You know, and people ask about these you're like, why do you do this? Well, first off, it's our job, but he he doesn't. He doesn't ever leave you with nothing. Mm-hmm. You get something out of him every he time. He
1: tries to answer our questions yeah. to the best
0: of his ability. Yeah. I mean, now, like we've been talking about the NCA stuff. He, I felt like he genuinely wanted to tell us. I mean, there, there were many times, and if you've watched some of these pressers on, on
1: SEC Plus and things, you probably saw this, but there were, there have been several times this season we've asked Joe questions, and he's basically looked to Bill Martin there in, in the background and said, what can I say? Like, can I answer this or, or should I, you know, dance around a little bit? That, that isn't how he said it, but that was what he was asking was, you know, what can I say here? Um, so yeah, but Joe's always been really good at at trying to answer what we ask. Um, you know, I know sometimes it is littered with some of the the quotes and things that when you're the head coach of a a four and five football team, some of the fans get tired of hearing it. I, I get all that, but he does try to answer our questions. This is a, Inside baseball thing, a little bit, but you, do you make anything of like our new uh, press conference format today? Like for for hope,
0: years now, I hope that it's different tonight because if the players are sitting there, it doesn't really, it's, it's a different kind of press conference. We're going to have to sit down and just ask questions from the yeah. audience. And,
1: and for so those of you being, that don't know what we're talking about, Joe usually stands behind a podium. Yeah, today, he and was, today he's he just was sitting at, a, at a, table. a table.
0: And the fact that he's six foot 10 or whatever he is, 800 feet tall. Makes it difficult to record. So it's like, as soon as I sat down and looked at it, I was like, oh, this is no good. I had to change. Normally, I don't sit. Normally, you, you, and, know, I, you and, 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 I and I had I to sat change in different seats, seats because yeah. I had to be more in the middle to get my recording. So, yeah, I not. A, do you think that? I, I, I guess, hate
1: change. Well, you think that was like a Joe call? Like, let's make it more casual. I want to
0: sit at a table. I don't think so. I don't think it really matters. Honestly, really, I'm just curious. That would bother me. If, if, if Joe Moorhead is that concerned about the press conference setup, <laughs> Buddy, you got bigger issues. You don't need to be worried about no press conference setup. You leave that stuff to Bill Martin, and let you coach the team. So I have no idea why they did it. I, I, I would be. This is a hundred
1: percent a guess. A hundred percent a guess. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I'm guessing it was a joke call. Because it make if it any was, sense. A, Bill's been doing it behind the podium for how many years now? Why I was, would he just I was all wondering of a sudden? Bill
0: was going to sit down. Make his statement and, and then, then roll get the up. podium up or something? No, no, and then just get up, and then Joe would sit down. Like So Bill sits down for like 30 <laughs> seconds.
1: I mean, this is something we could find yeah. out. We could ask Bill, was this your idea or was it Joe's? And he may tell us. I yeah. don't know. We'll find and, out. and it doesn't really make it darn to anybody, but it's just when you're so used to seeing this hate, Monday presser behind a podium and then all of a sudden they're sitting at a table, it's just. I hate change. I just wonder what the genesis of I, it was. I just,
0: I just got over this podcast host change like two weeks ago. Yeah. So I mean, it's just taking me this long. Yeah, I mean, to, I, I, to I feel mean, comfortable when
1: you bring greatness in; it does take a while. to <laughs> There's no get greatness used to
0: that. in the chair, okay? None <laughs> of that. All right, uh, it's time to get into some uh, SEC picks, my friend, and that is going to be a painful subject for you. Uh, Our picks are brought to you by the good folks over at College Corner. They got two locations down there in the Jackson area, over in Ridgeland, by Fleet Feet, or you can check them out in Flowood, over by Half Shell and get a look at the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise that you can find. You want to wear something cool to the Alabama game this weekend or to the Egg Bowl when you come back up to Starkville? Then by all means, stop by College Corner and let them give you a look. You need anything you need for tailgating or just for decorating the house or doing the home-gating thing. Whatever you want to do, they'll take care of you. You can also shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Find those same great deals and great uh, merchandise right there. So College Corner, a proud sponsor of Thunder and Lightning (laughs) <laughs> brother separation saturday was not a misnomer that was a massacre two men enter one man leave now i'm up four games with three weeks to play it would be a choke job of epic proportions if i were to give this away it would and I'm, I'm, the chances of me picking an upset over the next three weeks is 100 zero and the chances of me picking an upset are I've got to pick pretty much everyone. Well, here we go. Let's see what you got this first week. Ah, feels good to be in the cat bird seat.
1: I need to pull. Hold on a second. For well, yeah, you can start. Uh, you, well, what you got, do you got to do? What's I, going I'm going to pull up this week's game so I can kind of look at it and see what okay, I, what I th- which route I think you're going because there's some. I'm, I mean, at this juncture, I'm just going
0: to have to well, pick. Well, my one. picks are very obvious. I'll put it that way. I, I mean, I would guess so. So here we go. Florida travels up to Missouri. Now, a season ago, Missouri did come down to uh, Florida and found a way to not only beat the Gators but beat them pretty soundly. But this Missouri team, just not good right now. Just not. And and, and again, they 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 were they were looking like they were going to maybe be a dark horse in the East when they beat Ole Miss, and then they lost to Kentucky, then they lost to Vandy, or maybe it's the other way around, and then of course they got handled by Georgia on Saturday night. And now Florida comes in Florida you know they just want to stay in the uh the Sugar Bowl discussion at this point uh here we go, one two, three Florida, Florida. you can couldn't pull the trigger yeah huh?
1: I'm not that
0: I'm yeah. not riding on yeah here, I'm not here's one that maybe you could though the the south the deep south's oldest rivalry, one of my favorite uh, games this is you know when people talk about the SEC and the and the way the divisions work and got to keep Alabama to Tennessee. Whatever with that one. But I, I would like to keep Georgia-Auburn. I think that's a good quality college football rivalry. It's gone both ways in the past few years. Georgia could complete. I think Georgia's clinched the East. I think that's already done uh, because their last two games are non-conference games. Oh, I'm sorry. They still have to play Texas A&M. Okay, so they haven't clinched then because who, – Who has Florida lost to? Florida's 8-2. and two. They lost to LSU and Georgia. and Georgia. Yeah. No, they have clinched. So even if they lose to Auburn and yeah,
1: no no that'd be three losses.
0: Oh, that's right. It would be. Ooh, is that right? If Georgia yeah, if That G- is right. Yeah, you no, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So Georgia would clinch the East with a win this weekend. Yes. Cuz then even if they lost yes, to Texas they, A&M, it would only be their second loss and they they beat, beat Florida. Florida. So Auburn I mean, this is sort of where the maker to break it for Auburn at this point. Mm-hmm. Are you a good team or are you going 8 and 4 again? We'll find out. Maybe,
1: maybe the beginning of the Gus melts on.
0: Might be uh, might be packing his bags yeah. to to, to the Ozarks. Be.
1: Could be, or it could be a great day at the Auburn Waffle House. We'll yeah.
0: find out. One, two, two three, Georgia. Three, All right.
1: I gotta I gotta try. You
0: gotta do something. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't feel good about your choice. <laughs> I,
1: I don't either. But at this juncture, right. when there's a when there's one that could go either way, I've got to go the underdog way a little bit. So.
0: Well, I, like, I always like games that have nicknames. The Deep South Soldiers' Rivalry, the Iron Bowl, the Egg Bowl, Floyd of Rosedale, all of those things. I love those. I love the Kentucky Vanderbilt game, also known as the Putrid Bowl. Mm. What an awful game this is going to be. I'd like to point out yet again that Kentucky plays a quarterback who cannot throw the football. Without knowing anything about this game, I would guarantee that Kentucky is a double-digit favorite. I, I feel like I need to look that up. but I feel They're, they're eight and a half. Right here on this buddy, screen. I feel like you can bet with confidence on this one. Here we go. One, two, three, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. The, Vanderbilt. I, I can't go with
1: Vanderbilt. And Mason's
0: getting fired too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mason's out. Morris is already out. Is Muschamp out? will talk about him in just a minute. Amal's on. We well, f- didn't didn't Muschamp these? get like the vote oh, I got the of vote of confidence today. But that vote of confidence, let's see how it lasts when you lose your last two games, you know, eighty five to ten.
1: I mean, in theory, here. Like you just said, Morris is out. Mason's out. Mm-hmm. Muschamp could be out. Yeah. Malzahn could be out. Four M's. Uh, Moorhead, I don't think he will be out. I don't think there's any chance yeah.
0: of that. But but if he just gets hammered in the egg bowl, yeah, you might. What if what if Matt Luke gets hammered? Then you got uh, Matt. Yeah, another M. Another M. The M's are you know feel really good right now. If you're Ed Or. Well, there's wrong. still
1: nobody. I mean, I guess you got a chancellor, but. I, there's still nobody to fire Matt, right?
0: There's always somebody to fire somebody. When people say there's no one to fire him, okay. So he can just go out and do whatever the hell he wants? He can go murder somebody? I oh mean, oh, that, oh. I mean, he can get fired. Yes. There's somebody that can pull the, the, the trigger. Next year's
1: Egg Bowl, 2020, is it Moorhead versus Luke?
0: Yes. I would say yes. It is, but I don't think anybody's happy about it. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the Rebels... They welcome LSU, who now knows they just got to win out and they'll play for a national title. Uh, Joe Burrow, also sort of the same thing. His Heisman moment has has been sealed up. He's going to take it's going to take a hell of a of a fall. I don't think he can get beat. I think he can lose it. If that makes sense. Uh, the Rebels, I think they're going with Plumley now. I, I really feel like if you watch that game, they played a terrible team and they only gave Corral two series at the end. I think his days in Oxford are numbered. I don't uh, like Ole Miss's chances to score a lot of points against LSU. By that same token, I, I, love, I love LSU's, LSU's chances. Yeah. So, well, and
1: do I, don't, I don't even saying LSU's defense is just—you you can't get to it a little bit. It, but Ole Miss just, is just
0: so one-dimensional. So, yeah,
1: and they're and, and LSU but they're is, good at their one dimension. You know, they they can run the football, but I mean, that said LSU's got some good DBs. So, that's true. I mean, I, anyway, I I don't think Tigers they win this football game. Yes, okay. LSU. I'm All right.
0: not, and then here we go with with Will Muschamp, South Carolina to Texas A and M. Carolina's just not good, and I understand they've had a lot of injuries, and I, I get all that. You're going A and M here, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to go Carolina. Come on now, this is I got to try. This is not the hill to die on. You, I, I mean, you got, wait till rivalry weekend. There's a lot of ifs and buts in, in rivalry weekend. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm gonna upset. Special Carolina,
1: Coach Boom, got to prove a point. Are you, you're, you're sure? Yes.
0: Just so I have this straight, you've put your hopes—you're pinning your hopes and dreams on Will Mushroom.
1: I mean, don't, I don't—I would say about hopes and dreams. I'm already we're, like, we're Spencer I, Hall. My grave is dug. My grave is dug, and I'm laying in the casket. All you got to do is slam the door shut. All I'm doing is like kicking and screaming. I need to, to get stop, like, that under, so.
0: undertaker thing. Where I'm slamming the casket. <laughs> mm. um, All right, you're get, so My, my one, goal
1: two, three. My well, I've already told Aggies. you. Aggies,
0: Carolina. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that's official. Now it's done. You
1: can't have no backsies. Carolina's already beat Georgia this year, so they have it in them to to do something stupid. A and I I I don't care if they're six and three. I don't have any faith in A and M to just be really good. I, I mean, agree I with could that. see I could see yeah. them. I mean, they about lost to Arkansas. I know that was a month and a half or two months ago, but um, I could see a scenario where Carolina wins this game. Now, if you were asking me to pick it, literally, you know, with, with with nothing on the line, me not trying to gain on you. I mean, I'm picking A and M, but I'm just trying to find games here where I got a shot.
0: I would have gone another way. I would have waited. Well, there more. isn't
1: one this week, and I'm not trying to get week. two this week. I'm not trying me. to get two back. I'm trying to trying to cut cut your lead in half here.
0: You have a great chance. Auburn, Georgia, that could go either way, but yeah. this one, I just don't. I don't see that happening. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Crazier things have definitely happened in this world.
1: Mm. I'd love to get both of them, and then you're just sitting here,
0: still just sitting here nervous. You'd still be up, up. two, yeah.
1: but you'd be nervous at that point.
0: Well, you know what? If I, if I lose picking favorites. Then so be it. You know, I can't. I That's can't. how you sleep at night. You would be a choke artist if you blow a four-game lead. I would. But so, what can I – I mean, I, if telling. I'm picking the favorites, I can't do much more than that. I mean, you'd be like Sam Houston State blowing an 18-point lead. No, I'd be like Mississippi State as the favorite winning the game. I'm the favorite <laughs> right now. I'm going to pick – favorites are going to stick together. That's what's going to happen here. Tomorrow's show is the rumblings. Any questions you have, please, no disrespect of the Tide. Your disrespectful questions will not be asked on this program. We will not disrespect the Tide on this podcast. They deserve our respect. We what had I, nothing to do with last Saturday, Nick. Just kidding. You guys can say whatever you want about them. I don't care. <laughs> uh, we'll have all that, plus whatever else you want to throw at us. We will be wish, happy to answer. Which Tide Rollerson would pay us a visit? Tide Rollerson and Roland Tiderson? Yeah. Uh, it seems unlikely. I think those guys got – I think they uh, that tornado that we through there a few years, I think it got them. I got him because they had a trailer right next to the stadium, and yeah, that's how it goes. All right, talk to you guys on Wednesday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk.